Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we talked le- uh, on the last episode about um, quarterbacks and, you know, just how we felt about where they are in the quarterback room. Let's talk about the running back room. Um, we know that J.K. Dobbins is going into the last year of his rookie contract. I've seen a lot of information floating around about Gus Edwards potentially being traded or released to save some cap money. And um, you, we also know that um, King and Drake, I believe he's was on a one year deal mm-hmm. and Justice Hill, you know, they're kind of in limbo. But when you look at this running back room, um, would you do this room all over again, Cordell? Or would you say that that's this guy can be replaced this guy and, and, and for a better guy or a more impact player? Would you go back to these same four guys coming into 2023? Or do you look at the free agents that it may be out there and say, well, we could upgrade a little bit because as we know, the Ravens do love to run the football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, me personally, I like the, the group that they have. Um, you, you've got J.K. Dobbins, who's a stud, Gus Edwards, who's a stud, um, and Justice Hill, who's a special teams utility type player, and King and Drake, who I thought filled in pretty well um, in, in relief with J.K. and Gus dealing with injury issues throughout the year. Uh, that said, it, it's tough to imagine them being able to really upgrade this running back room from where it is right now. Uh, You mentioned it, Gus Edwards potentially being a cap casualty this year. Uh, Justice Hill, his contract is up, but I would imagine they probably want to bring him back just because of what he gives them in the special teams department. Yeah. Um, But I, and, and even he was their third down back down the stretch of the season uh, this year, I don't know if that'll be the case going forward, but they they obviously trusted him enough to be back there in pass protection. He and Kenyon Drake uh, were kind of in rotation for that third down back. So um, I do like this group of guys. I am worried a little bit about Gus Edwards and his, him being able to remain on this team, considering they have to find a way to open up some cap space uh, with Lamar looking like he may end up getting franchise tagged. I mean. The math ain't math, and that's $45 million right there. I think the Ravens, cap-wise, are a little over $28 million right now. So that'll put you in the red instantly. Um, so you look at contracts like Chuck Clarks. You look at contracts like Gus Edwards. 
Um, and, and you look at those guys and you're like, okay, that'll be money that we can probably get off the books. And it doesn't bode well for potentially bringing back a Marcus Peters unless hit that number is going to be uber team friendly or something like that. Um, definitely not Ben Powers. It just really, I think it's going to handicap them in terms of what they're able to do, even in terms of going and getting a big time wide receiver. Now we heard Eric DaCosta at the press conference say that they have kind of planned for this. They plan for Lamar uh, potentially getting franchise tagged and how that may impact the cap. Um, we'll see if that means that Gus Edwards is going to be a part of those plans to free up more space or not. But if you lose Gus Edwards, um, it's I don't I don't think it's a situation where they can go to free agency and bring in somebody new because that'll be more expensive than Gus. Ideally, it'd be great if they can restructure his contract or something like that to keep him around. Um, but if you're Gus Edwards, is that something you even want to do? How long do you want to be the the backup? You know, I think Gus Edwards has shown that he can play, and I don't know if Gus can go and be, you know, a Pro Bowl running back for somebody, but I'm pretty sure that he's good enough to at least compete in camp, depending on that team's running back situation, to be a team starting running back or to at least get quality carries. How how much are they going to divide up the carries next year between J.K. and Gus, especially with J.K. showing his frustration after that Bengals game? Do they want to have more of a bail cow situation next year instead of it being split? So I think they have to figure out you know, what type of offense they're going to be. And for that to happen, they've got to have an offensive coordinator, which they don't have yet. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's really, you look at a lot of the Ravens question marks this off season, and it's really a big time domino effect. Like every decision impacts another decision. And Lamar's contract is kind of in the middle of everything. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different factors, you know, that go into that as well. Um, so I, I do think that, this will be something that they really think heavily about because I don't think they want to just lose Gus Edwards. It's not as easy to just say, oh yeah, we'll cut Gus Edwards. That's not an easy cut to make. Um, he, he has been a big time contributor for them when he's been available. Um, and I, like I said, I think if they could keep them, they'd like, if they could keep him, they'd like to. Um, but I, I think it's gotta be feasible for both sides. Uh, yeah. The running back, the running back room, it's really good. It wasn't really like the running back situation was their problem this year. Right, right. One of their saving graces. Uh, so I, I think that if they can, they'll want to keep these guys together. But I, I, like I said, I think in one of our earlier episodes, I really wouldn't be surprised if they use one of those five draft picks. And I expect them to at least try to find a way to get at least one more pick out of that draft somehow. Uh, but if I do expect them to probably use a pick on a running back just to get a cheap running back. Uh, Tyler Beatty's not here anymore, so they can't have any. They don't have anybody on cheap labor in that yeah. running back room. I think that they're going to look to draft one. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that the room that they currently have is pretty consistent. It's pretty good. I think that the issue more so was the lack of usage in critical situations in terms of running back play as opposed to the actual running backs. I mean, you mentioned it, you know, J.K. has been very vocal about his um, role or lack thereof um, in the offense with Greg Roman. And granted, both of them were coming off of injury. 
Um, but I, I don't think that that was enough reason for them to not have been impactful players down the stretch when they were healthy. Um, and and I, I completely um, understood what J.K. was saying. I agreed with what he was saying. And in terms of that playoff game, I felt like he was spot on. And, look, we don't like hearing guys be – you know, vocal about that. But I understand this issue. I understand why he thought that was necessary. And he said some other things that I wasn't really fond of. And uh, apparently he came back and apologized about that. But this is why you kind of got to wait until your emotions are out of it to, to say some things. Because all of the other stuff that he said about him, you know, not being more of um, an impactful player in that playoff game was valid. I, I, I've been a person to believe that if they find a way to get Lamar signed, um, they, that the next person that they need to worry about is J.K. Dobbins. I think that you need to not go into his final year and, and let that ride out and try to, you know, potentially lose him to free agency. I think you need him. I think that you need to find a way to get this guy re-signed. Um, in terms of Gus Edwards, I mean, I'm sure I, I, I would have to think that maybe there's a way to work that out in terms of like restructuring that contract. Maybe um, if you cut him, you know, uh, what's the back, what's the contingency plan to that? And that's something that, you know, you'd be concerned about because we know that he's also an impact player. He, you know, his average per carry is is impeccable quite frankly. And so if you are getting rid of him, you better be bringing in somebody that's going to be better. And when you look at it from a numbers perspective, who out there would be better? I just really don't know the answer to that. And I think he fits perfectly with what the Ravens like to do. You know, they like to play bully run ball. That's what Gus does. You know what I mean? Um, And so now I, I agree with you about Justice Hill and an impact player for special teams. And yes, he was when they were in need of a running back, he did fill in and he, he played well. I thought, um, I guess King and Drake here is your biggest question mark, but I like, I like King and Drake. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like him. I, I Look, I'm sure that we could say, well, we could do without him. We could find somebody else It's very possible. But I like Kenyon Drake. I don't think he did anything, you know, wrong. I think he can catch passes in the backfield. Obviously, like you mentioned, they've used him in pass protection situations. I like Kenyon Drake. I would not have an issue if they found a way to bring him back. I really like this running back room, though, to be fair, Cordell. Like, I think that this is a good running back room. And I know that you said that they'll probably have to find somebody. They'll probably want to find another running back in the draft. Although I feel like you got bigger needs out here, but you know, know, especially if you only got five picks, that being said, um, I understand that there's a depth thing that you would like, but honestly, I feel like that this room, if I had to grade it, it's a B. I mean, it's probably the, one of the more consistent offensive rooms that you have right now in terms of depth in terms of what they do on the field in terms of you know results i don't think that you do that it might be too good of a running back room you know because i i'd make the argument that king and drake has played his way into you know another onto another team that's very uh, possible you're you right because i mean if you're king and drake do you want to be the third string that's running true. back in Baltimore, you know, where you could, you could, King and Drake could be at least a number two back yep. somewhere else. 
Um, but and I think that's going to be one of the issues that they have too. Is like, yeah, we we probably we ideally like to keep all these guys, but Drake is going to get offers from somewhere else, and yep. Gus financially is kind of it's got us in a bind. Um, like I said, I'm I'm not necessarily for cutting Gus Edwards. I just wouldn't be surprised if they do it just be just from a business standpoint. But if we're talking about finding a way to get another pick or so, it'll be late. But maybe you that's you get something for Gus Edwards, get yourself some more draft capital, some more draft capital, um, and move him that way you get something in return. And you know, you go from five picks to maybe six or seven, depending on how late the picks are going to be. I, I mean, you, nobody's going to give you an, a, a, an elite pick for a backup running back. Um, but they, they, I agree. I mean, this running back room was not the issue for this team last year. Um, I, I definitely thought that this team was uh, saved a lot of times throughout this season. Thanks to, all of these running backs at various points. I mean, J.K. Dobbins obviously finished the season very strong. Gus Edwards had a span, you know, where he looked like Gus Edwards. Yep. Again. Uh, King and Drake filled in for both of those guys when they weren't able to be out there. And Justice Hill was kind of just like that Band-Aid. You know, he was just always there when they needed him to be there. Uh, so I, I, I would like this running back room to stay together, but you can't keep everybody. And I think that this is going to be a position group that ends up being impacted because of financial reasons. Yeah, you're you're right about that. I do think that Drake will probably seek um, more of a role somewhere else. And um, I think that he's well-deserved of that. So they do have to fill in that gap. Justice Hill, possibly too. I mean, you know, he, he can say that I, I am a running back, but I also play special teams well. And so somebody else might um, want, to, to have his services. And so there's that part of it. I, I, I just really, you know, um, look at this group and I think that this is a really good group. And I, I obviously, I think that the Ravens probably agree with that, but you're right. I, I don't know how this all works itself out. If you find a way to get rid of Gus, does that give you incentive to keep Kenyon Drake? Or do you have Would. to find a player, or do you have to find a player that's similar to Gus's ability to replace Gus and not King and Drake? Because now King and Drake and JK are kind of similar yeah. in terms of what they do. Yeah, and maybe that could be, you know, the draft pick. Maybe they find themselves a young brute out of the draft that's just, you know, a, a pile pusher, that's just, you know, the short yardage back or something like that. I think they have to find a way to get as much cheap labor as possible in some of these positions. I mean, ideally it'd be great to go from Gus to, you know, a, a Kareem Hunt or somebody like that. I mean, but that's going to cost you even more money. Um, so, yeah, I, I would imagine that the the best route would be if you could keep King and Drake for a decent number. Sure. Keep, keep Drake draft a back late. Um, and hopefully that back is going to be somebody that, you know, is strong that can hit the hole that has a lot of the same qualities that Gus Edwards had, because you're right. You need that thunder to your lightning. <sighs> I like that. Thunder and lightning. That's a perfect ex uh, uh, description of what J.K. and Gus mm -hmm. are. They, they do do different things, but they have, like, uh, 
they're a presence. They're yeah, absolutely a sure. presence, just in different ways. I really, that's a good one. I, I think that the Ravens got some decisions that they need to make, obviously, this offseason. Um, and, and and we know how much they love the run game. So this will be very interesting to watch to see how this unfolds. Will Gus be cut? And maybe brought back for something for you know a better number. Will he be traded? We'll find out soon enough. But um, for now, I think that this running back room is probably one of the more consistent rooms that they have uh, currently on this roster.